This week's episode is brought to you by HumanGo, Super League Triathlon's official AI coaching partner. HumanGo is a unique training platform that will improve athletic motivation and performance because it understands how we train and why we train. Hugo, their AI assistant, understands your goals and changing commitments to continuously build an adaptive training plan with regular guidance for athletes of all levels. Welcome back to another Short Shoot Show brought to you by HumanGo. State-of-the-art AI meets sports science to analyze, let me get this right, analyze and optimize your long-term potential, which for sure, for me, is there. Just haven't tapped it yet, maybe in my 50s. My name is Will McCloy, and once again, as always, joining me to chat about everything triathlon-related. And there is a lot this week. Macca sends his apologies. I don't know. He can't work out his own diary. But we do have Tim Don here and Annie Emerson. Hello to both of you. What a fortnight in triathlon it has been. We'll chat all the specifics in a bit. But, Tim, I have to ask you first, how was Kona, buddy? It looked good on Instagram. Oh man, it's so good to be back on the big island. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the racing was off the hook, but um, not just the pro racing. The double day worked. Um, the pro races win, win was a lot fairer. But all those age groupers, I mean, as much as Kona put their prices up 400 fold, um, everyone was so enjoyed. Two flat whites were 12 US dollars, which Ooh. I think is quite a lot. Quite a long. And a very average flat whites. And, and I know the Aussies have a thing about flat whites, but yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, it was fantastic. I drove in from where we were staying in uh, California when we were doing the Malibu race into Santa Monica to get a flat white, $7 US. And you know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it (laughs) very much. I made it last. Uh, Annie Emerson, (laughs) what is happening with you? You're in the dark. You're in the dark room. Uh, You're probably in your pyjama pants. It's very early over there. How are you going? I am in my pyjama pants. Oh, my God. I have been up a while. I have been up a while, but... um, God, yeah, I mean, it's just been such an exciting week. I feel like we haven't kind of stopped and there's been so much. You know, at this time in the year, normally everyone's wrapped up and on a winter break and and now, you know, we've still got tons of racing to go. So it's exciting, all, all good stuff. Yeah, and it is, we are in the dark because it is dark because Timmy's got to go on the school run. So we've got this podcast going nice and early in the morning. That's it. Nice and early for you. For me, five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Perfect time. Perfect. Have you got a beer? Where's your beer, Will? I, uh, I've got a beer glass. This beer one came glass. straight oh, from the original. You're such a lightweight. You're such a lightweight. <laughs> this one came from the original Cheers bar in Boston, the one where they shot the actual oh, Cheers. Yeah. It's full of um, full-strength water as well. Thank you very much. Uh, look, we'll talk about the world champs and Kona and everything, and we'll talk about WTCS Cagliari as well later on. But we're going to hit... SLT first, as always, uh, and it's been a little while now since Toulouse, and now we look forward to Neon, which happens on October the 29th. It's going to be really interesting. I mean, that that word encapsulates every race is interesting, but this one's going to be interesting in every single element. Um, but first of all, just unpack Toulouse. You guys were there. I wasn't there, but it looked to be, for me, I think if we keep going back there, and I hope we do, that it's going to be like the Monaco of triathlon because it just it, it seems to be like there was just tons, tons of fans there, twisty little course, really unique, and it has a potential to be a real jewel in the crown of Super League, and, and the French turned out, Tim. Absolutely. I mean, we did a presentation the day before in the town square, and there were there were a couple of thousand people there, but it, it wasn't just the numbers. It was just the enthusiasm from everyone. They, they were 
they were well educated on their triathlon. They were chanting people's names. Um, you know, every, all the teams got called up onto the stage and then everyone did a sign in of um, kind of like uh, cards of so the Eagles, the Cheetahs, etc. And it was, yeah, I mean, just that the whole city got behind it. And it's such a vibe. I've never been to Toulouse. It really is a vibrant city. We, I got there on, I think, Friday. And I, I was like, no, Manette, what, what is going on? It was just like the hustle and bustle. And everyone turned up to watch the race. The course was downtown along the river. The course had everything from, from I think, is it, it's probably the first river swim we've ever had. The first mm. hill since probably um, Malta and um, uh, the aeroplane runway in Australia, Hamilton Island. Yeah, and it, and it yep. paid, paid a big part in the race. Um, so, yeah. I, as you said, I would. I can't wait. I, I really hope and think we should go back there, make it happen, Super League. Oh, don't look at me, mate. I don't make the decisions. What about you, Andy? You were down there. <laughs> you were down there and, and got to experience it uh, on the ground as well. And it, it yeah, as I said, it was a beautiful day. It, it was nice and warm there. The big crowds and all the athletes as well, which is great. I just like, oh, I've never had a feeling like that before. Like that was, a, I felt like I was a superstar, and 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 that's that's something we've heard from so many of them. And, and I think that's what was so brilliant about the event because these guys work damn hard, you know, and um, for them to be there in a place where, as you rightly said, Tim, you're really educated people, not just people going, oh, there's a bit of a race on, people who really understand triathlon, who really enjoy it. Um, and I think that the athletes were sort of, you know, paid for that twofold by, as you said, the presentation um, in the square the day before. I mean, it was so exciting. I don't know about you, Tim, as a, as a manager, but I just had such a buzz going up on stage and all these people cheering. I felt like a movie star or something. Um, Emerson, but, Emerson, Emerson. Oh, my God, that's how she used to be. Ah! <laughs> He's like, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Annie's up next. Yeah, come on, come yeah. on guys. Can I, can I, can I just tell you, I did, I did make it. I did make it. Okay, it might have been 25 years ago. I did make it onto the front cover of French Triathlete magazine. But anyway, let's move on, because it's not about me, this podcast. Mm. It is about the athletes. Um, the, um, the, the, the course. You've been on the front cover, Will, of a magazine. Yeah, uh, only when I cut my head out and put it on, like, the rock's body, <laughs> which I haven't done for, like, hours and hours. <laughs> The oh, Rock, God. is that your go-to uh, body double? The I Rock. Don't know. I should, I should, who should I say? I, I'm not sure. Like, Will well, Farrell. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say like Jack Timothy Black. Chalamet or something. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real Danny DeVito type uh, body type. It's oh. a big sack of water. Come on, guys. No Jeez, way. Please. Listen, you, you and I went for a run together, Will. I was impressed with your running. running. I don't want to sound condescending or patronising or whatever. Yeah, but you will. But I was in- yeah, but you what you ran a lot better than I thought you were gonna run. <laughs> <You're> so... <laughs> you are such you like drunk. I was oh, there. Such a bit. The conversation such a bit. did drop off at the end well. I was like, what's going on? He's it not did. talking anymore. Oh no, I was bored of you, mate. I was bored of your banter with Ronnie. Like basically, I was just you know, I couldn't breathe at all. Um but yes, no, you do sound condescending. It's one of your great Great uh, traits. I can't help it. It's, it's really hard when you're as great as I am because everyone is just a little bit down there. But anyway, yeah. let's be really serious and go back to this amazing race. Toulouse was just bloody brilliant. That course, when we walked around it the, the day before, we were all like, oh my God, this is going to be exciting and eventful. And it was exactly that. You know, I think looking back at it, you know, the way the athletes came out of transition and went straight up that bloody hill. I mean, you know, I think... You know, it took a whole lot of, um, I don't know what I was going to say, it's a bit early in the morning, but 
you know, to be, you had to be absolutely on your game to get on the bike and get it up the bloody hill. We saw loads of people failing there and struggling, uh, and rightly so. And I challenged all the athletes, not just physically, but mentally, um, as we saw when Johnny Brownlee tried to run into the river with his bike helmet on. And Matt Hauser tried to put his trainers on when it was the swim next. But I think that, that the athletes were so physically challenged that mentally they just kind of lost the plot slightly. You know, I mean, God, I, I wouldn't even made it you know but like yeah yes oh, yeah, no. well you i know. mean it makes you sharp doesn't it i mean and then you see and we'll talk about it later but both matt hauser and even more johnny brownley went on to cagliari and had outstanding races especially oh. johnny yeah. um but like before we do that let's go back to the, let's start with the women's i mean toulouse told the tale of two tied tailors georgia taylor brown and taylor spivey 56 all eight they, they finish after a one two i want to know whose performance was more impressive because obviously georgia taylor brown was imperious in, in the way that she is when she's on and lately she has been on a lot um but for taylor spivey and and you mentioned about the the bike she was one of the ones that fell foul of that and she had to work her way back through that race with a lot of grit to finish second to make sure that it was tied so i mean a lot of people will go oh georgia taylor brown's going to be the favorite for neon but taylor spivey has done something she hasn't done before she made 28 grand last year she's on 60 or something now and she's got she's in striking distance of taking this thing completely tim absolutely i i think um i think for the women's race it was one the execution of the race that's where it was won and lost i mean she lost 21 seconds in the first race not because of her physical ability but because of uh, nerves is the wrong just through um errors under pressure um, you know, Georgia had a great swim and then, yeah, she put the hammer down and yeah, I think it, it wasn't the swim, the bike and the run that won it. It was those smaller details. It was nailing the transitions in between the transitions, just that calmness. And yeah, Taylor, once she was on the back foot, yes, she did race the second race quickest and the third race, well, she, she wasn't quite the quickest, but yeah, she, she made just that one mistake and, and you get punished and, and that sounds harsh, but she opened up the door. She was there. She was in the right position. And um, yeah, I mean, so it, it, I, I still think Georgia's that performance was absolutely fantastic. And um, yeah, I, I feel sorry for Taylor. She'd be kicking herself because she knows phys physically she can go mano a mano or, you know, she can go toe to toe with Georgia, but she just can't afford to make those mistakes because Georgia doesn't is not making them anymore. She did early That's on in true, the season, yeah. though, but she didn't yeah. make them into loose. Well, <laughs> remember last year she ran into that bollard. That that was like a whole other thing. She had a bit of yeah, a terrible she took the time. short shoot when she didn't have it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yet she almost took she, two. In, she almost crashed in London this year when she took Sean Rainsley out. Yeah, she's had a but she was on it, and when she's on it, she's deadly. She can mm. similar to Taylor. She is of a level where when she makes mistakes, she can still get second. But yeah, when she doesn't, she's. I don't want to say flawless because yeah. it's a big, big, but, but I mean, yeah, she, she didn't put a foot wrong. If they'd have swapped positions and, and, and Taylor Spivey hadn't made that and she'd have won that race, she would have been sitting with a nice little two-point buffer, which yeah. will let her know that she would at least be equal champion. And, well, I, probably on count back, she wouldn't make it. But being a couple ahead of Georgia Taylor-Brown and knowing that she, she could win and you could still win the championship, entirely different race. Should have she's kept going into the final. She Taylor would have then it was switched. She would have carried on that momentum. Obviously, Georgia's mm. race since then and had another good race. So she's gonna she's now got that full momentum. Yes, Taylor would have gone back with her training group in Portugal and really got her head down, you know, and focused on it. But I do think it's it's kind of 
I know they're tied, but momentum, you know, it's going to be tough to beat Georgia. But let's see what happens in Neon. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing about Neon, isn't it? Because it's going to be like 38 degrees and yeah. it's, it's a completely, completely different race to what we're normally used to seeing. Like there's and a it's a one-lap of... bike as well. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Gonna, so we're not pure... going to see them. It's got, um, yeah, the course, the under the under the course is going to be a bit different. There's a bit of gravel gravel riding as well. So there's lots of these different elements that are either going to ra- rise or <laughs> implode. Mm. That's exactly wait. right. <laughs> no, I mean, me neither. It's going to be outstanding. What about you, Annie? Like in terms of the two tailors, I mean, what... How, how big is the gap between them? Because it, on, on points, there's nothing. But, you know, if you ask 10 people who's going to win this thing and nine of them would say yeah. um, Georgia Taylor-Brown mm-hmm. and the other one would be Taylor Spivey or a relative of hers. Yeah. It is, it's um, really hard to bet against GTB. I mean, she just has this, this aura and this air of invincibility, invincibility at the moment. She did make a mistake in Malibu. She does make mistakes. And... That will be the only thing I think that holds her back, um, because at the moment she is just, a, you know, I don't want to say a class above the, the the rest because, you know, what Taylor's done has been brilliant, and I've loved watching her confidence grow. You know, um, I, I think she needed something to just to go, come on, I'm better than this, because she was amazing, and, and you know, she she was known as sort of misconsistency, but no one wants to be known as that. You want to be known mm. as a winner. And, you know, watching her race in Malibu, and okay, she was able to capitalise on GTV's um, little crash there, but she's looking stronger. And I think for me, I don't know, I guess, I think you guys will probably agree, she's in the form of her life. We've never seen her race so well. So I just don't think you can say it's all over. I think there'll be a good battle. And because, as you just said, the conditions are going to be brutal. You know, and someone like Miriam Casillas, okay, okay, I know she's with the cheetahs, Will. I know you're about to say I'm being Oh, biased, here we go. Get the cheetahs she, in here. How does that she work? Abs- what? Sophie Caldwell's she, right up there. She's a cheetah. Absolutely right up there. But I know that Miriam absolutely loves the heat. Um, and she went really well in Malibu, and she's just had the best race she was um, in she was her life. In Toulouse. Was it too chilly for? Yeah, her? she had a shocker. She she she's... wasn't well. She had cold. Um, oh, but, excuses. Um, okay, right, oh, But she's just go. Miriam's she's just had the, the, the best race. You guys, honestly, you know, just like you know, listen, listen to me oh, no, because she, otherwise you're going to feel a bit. A, you're going to feel a bit embarrassed when I when I come out. You know, going look. I told you. I don't think it's going to be thirty-eight. I think it's going to be. Mid 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 twenties to to high to to mid thirties at that okay. time of year because we're Is right on. on the golf. Well, okay, but I'm I can't at find Jeddah. Leon on my. I, yeah, Jeddah's in the middle of the blooming desert. That's inland, like three hundred k from the no, coast. It's not that though. Like, it's not though. That's. Oh no, Jeddah's... I'm thinking of Riyadh, the capital. No, sorry, yeah, no, you apologise. I'm thinking... No, but Jack Jeddah's really far south. We're right up near Cairo. We're closer to Cairo. We're, we're honestly. Look at this. Yeah, but we're nowhere near there. Yeah. That's like me saying, look, here's the weather in Toulouse, in Toulouse compared to London. Oh, it's my kids. Nah, bollocks. <laughs> nah, nah, I've got no time for no, that. I'm telling well. you, I just can't find neon in any weather app because the city there's a, a little. I, I think people should know that you guys are both flashing up. For those guys that are listening, you're flashing up your, your oh, yeah. phones, showing us the weather temperature. Oh, I'm assuming um, that we're just bumping. People are going to go, oh, I can't see what's happening. So I'm going to go over to YouTube and watch the video version. Oh, yeah, that's And then they're going to go, oh, my God, it's on YouTube. I, I, this is like blowing my mind. I'm going to watch the oh, game. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to see. Well, they would have switched over anyway to see Annie in her pyjama pants. I want to put my suit, suit and jacket on. I have got my pyjama pants on. Look. Look at that. 
The checks. Now, Annie, serious question. Do you wear the top, the pyjama top too? Do you, or I is definitely that like, don't. You don't? Because like, I think don't. that if you're an adult, it's probably not something that you should be getting into. However, you know, there's people in my house that are not me that are adults that definitely wear the top and bottom. I definitely have never worn the top and bottom of pyjama set. No, definitely. Much prefer like a nice little frilly vest or something. You cannot do top and bottom. Whoa, I'm sorry, what are we talking about? What are we sleeping? Pyjama tops and bottoms. No, we don't sleep in so, anything. It's, this it's, is it's, what I put on. What's this? Hang on, we, what are you showing us? 31 degrees there today. So it's, oh, not, it's, it's okay. going to be warm, but it's not going to be it's not going to be crazy hot. How did you find yeah. that? Was that did you just Google neon I, weather? I, I just I went on the, the I googled neon weather and it's taking me to um, ArabianWeather.com. Oh, yeah. ArabianWeather.com. Yep, Arabian <laughs> you you, you two that sound like a couple of real weather geeks. Can we get on with this show? Hey, that's <laughs> it's important, man. It's important stuff. I think yeah, we're I doing can... this for you for Miriam just to give her, you know, so it's nice and warm. That's true. <laughs> Just, just, just mark my word. Mark my word. <laughs> ArabiaWeather.com is a very informative website. But I also thought, going Arabia. back to Toulouse, I thought Cassandra was going to have a better race than she did. I know she, Munich was the last time yep. she raced, but it was definitely she was never cold. But that bike course, Tim, was, was always going to be trouble for her, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I, I, it's only... Yeah, it was only that one section, that descent. Then it was faster. But I thought it had a really good flow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to get fourth, um, I guess she was best of the rest. No disrespect to, you know, Potter, um, Leher and Lindemann. But, um, yeah, I really thought, yeah, that she was going to be right up. Even in the last race, because it was a double run. So the first two races were only one one kilometre run. The last race was two. I thought she was going to storm through. But she didn't go anywhere near Georgia Taylor or Sophie. Um, so yeah, hopefully she, she, and again, she was a little bit off in Calgary, the, the WTS Cagliari. weekend, yeah. you know, by her, 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 high standards and that looked, mm. uh, yeah. So hope, yeah, I, I thought French crowd, she might've risen. Um, well, let's put it in context because, you know, you've got, you've got 56 points a piece and it's Georgia Taylor Brown and Taylor Spivey. And that's one race we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at a race as well between several women for the third spot on the podium which is, and at the moment, there's a huge gap, like a too big a gap to cross over to the top two steps, but Sophie Colwell's on 39 points, Beth Potter's on 36, Farina Steinhauser, who's had a really solid debut season, is on 34, uh, Jean Lahair, who's been a real surprise pack at 33, Miriam Casillas, the cheetah, on 31, and then behind them all is Cassandra Beaugrand, who could win this entire thing um, <laughs> and take the full 20 points and rocket herself up the leaderboard. But if they had to pick out of those women considering the conditions, et cetera, et cetera. And we talk about Beth Potter struggling in the cold, but I saw her in Singapore and she's basically dying in the arena games, you know, so she doesn't like the humidity either. She's I don't know what, what she likes. Temp she likes temperature. Oh, anything between <laughs> 22 and 23 yeah. degrees <laughs> is perfect. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, like the hot, you know, the cold, I've got a really narrow window where I dominate. Um, so who do, who do we pick out of, that, uh, out of that lot? Mm. You know? God, I can't believe I'm going to... No, I, I, I think the cheetah, Sophie, because mm. she's going to be there in the swim. I think this bike course is going to suit her. It's not very technical. It's a big triangle, but I think she'll just be, you know, with from her crit race in this winter. Um, you know, Beth... Uh, but then again, we don't know how long the, the run is up the beach because the desert's pretty big. <laughs> you know, there's... there's <laughs> we, 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 but 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 then Lahair, I mean, if she t if, if, if Lahair turns up, who raced in Malibu, she was like a, a 
pocket rocket. She was ah, uh, it was it was. So yeah, I, I I put Sophie as you know out of those women the favorite. Then La Hare, and then um Miriam. Um, God, two cheaters. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. And and um, hang on, Steinhaus I mean, is a cheater. No, oh, hang on. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah no, three cheaters in there. Three cheaters. Yeah, but I and I tell you two what, to get third and fourth. Yep. I tell you what, Sophie said that it was really thanks to her that she got third. She said she was an absolute monster on the bike, Verena Steinhauser. Um, and I think, you know, she's she's still got some work to do on her run and, and on her swim, but she's so committed. And, you know, I have to big her up a bit because she's just so professional and everything she does in life is geared towards racing. You know, she leaves no stone unturned and, you know, she's an amazing athlete. But I think Sophie... Sophie for third for sure but it's going to be an interesting battle all round and, and that's what's so exciting you know right at the top and then for the third position as well you know there are going to be some some great battles there is and then of course there's the discipline leaders who which and, and all three of them are still up for grabs uh, there's only two up for grabs in the men's but in terms of the swim Cassandra Bogran has notched up 20 points you of course get eight and six and four for the top three swim times in, in each event uh Cassandra Bogran's missed an event she's still on 20 Sian Reigns is on 16. So essentially, um, because it's 8, 6, and 4, Cassandra Bogran in the box seat. She only really has to finish in the top two or three. She's probably going to take it out. The same thing, it's four points in the bike with between Georgia Taylor-Brown and Emma Jeffcoat. Now, I saw Emma yesterday, actually, um, in an infrared sauna, just spending hours in there trying to acclimatise herself to the heat. You saw her in the sauna. Where the heck were you two? We, we go to the same gym. We go to the same gym. We live near each other. So I saw her in the sauna, nothing weird. Um, and and we just sit there and nothing sweat. Nothing weird? And talk about what, do you mean, what do you mean by nothing well, it's weird? It's just two people sitting in a sauna, you know? Nothing so not, so not So not like the person in Munich that had no clothes on? And not like the European to... saunas, which <laughs> were very confronting for mixed, me, actually. Mixed. They were mixed in our hotel, no clothes allowed. <laughs> yeah. Full of uh, well, and, and I just kept sitting in there waiting, <laughs> waiting for anyone under the age of 50 to come in, and it never happened. <laughs> I just... I don't know where to look. Came in. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. It was, I mean, yes, no, no. We're I mean, close. tall. I mean, tall fella, tall fella. <laughs> <laughs> in, it was in proportion, absolutely in proportion. That's when I left. Um, so Emma Jeffcoat's four points. Yeah, what? I was talking about this. No, no, no. Yeah, go on. Sorry, carry on. The, the sauna, <laughs> sauna battle, sauna battle through me. Who stayed in there the longest? I'm on zero points in that. Um, yeah, George Taylor Brown, 24, Emma Jeffcoat, 20. So again, Emma Jeffcoat being, she hasn't earned a single dollar yet, but she has, she could earn up to 45K if everything works out her way. Um, and she needs to win because she's in the, in the mix for a couple of different things. But this one is a big one. She's four points behind. She's hoping George Taylor Brown doesn't aim for the bike points uh, and goes for the overall. Well, they and then talk, she can they're in the within. same team. They're in the well, I think they're team. going to. I mean, you say, "Hey, man, you've already made like you're going to make like 160 yeah, grand. You reckon you could just, yeah, yeah. just just help help me out?" Yeah. Um, she could say, "I'd get the short shoot for you if you let me have the fastest bike." Would that be team orders? Is that then also also this is this is the other thing. What is the fastest bike on a one lap 4k bike course? It's just it. That's it. One lap. The mm. whole thing. No, I think they're going to do it. I think they do a section. I would you reckon? Thought. I don't know. Well, for the swim, it's the whole thing. For the run, yeah, it's a whole lap. Always the same. Yeah, but that, no, yeah, but it's two laps normally on the run, and it's only oh, one no. lap. I reckon we should make it a whole four k. It's definitely got to be the four k. 
absolutely. I think I think I think GTB is so lovely and so sweet that she'll. Um, I mean, she won't she won't hand it over to Emma, but yeah, she'll be aware of what's going on. I guess. I think GTB like yeah. I think if it, if it happens, yeah. it happens. She should have a. She should just be watching Taylor and make sure she crosses the line ahead of her. You know, you watch what happens. She'll say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I, I totally understand. And then afterwards, she'll be like, "Oh, I didn't mean to do the fastest time. Sorry, I just was so just dominant. I was feeling, I wasn't zone. feeling very good, but I managed to do it again." That's what she says after yeah. every race. I was feeling a bit sick, but it didn't matter because I crushed everybody. Um, and then she turned up, and she was feeling good. Oh, oh well, my God, my God. Hayden will be in trouble because <laughs> you know the it's... week before Toulouse GTB wasn't well like she'd been pretty under the weather with the flu, coldy flu stuff the Super League cold the she... yeah one yeah, of those but it, I, I did that... hear a rumour as well and I cannot confirm or deny it please but, um, please share um, yeah I heard that um, the Scorpions were looking into the rules um, to see if Georgia could actually race in the men's race because um, she's doing a lot better than the Scorpion <laughs> men at the moment. <laughs> she finishes. Cold she finishes. No cold. <laughs> she wouldn't get eliminated. There wouldn't be no elimination. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Hey, she'd fly past Ryan Fisher, full oh. respect to Fish. Anyway, so are we saying Cassandra Bogrand's almost a lock for the swim? Georgia Taylor Brown for the bike, depending on team orders. And then it's four points between Cassandra Bogrand and Beth Potter in the run. So basically, Potter has to win and do the fastest run lap. And then Cassandra Rogan has to finish third or lower, or maybe even out of the top three. So she has to have a, an off day, basically, overall. And maybe that could happen given the conditions or, you know, any number of different things that happens in Neon. But it's hard to bet against Cassandra and Georgia taking out all of those $15,000 bonuses. Does anyone have any thoughts outside of that? No. No. No, I, yeah, no. Sandra, she, she, yeah, I mean, her running, yeah, that should be a given. And the swim, yeah. And the only, yeah, unless Sean has a flight, it depends where the swim is as well, in terms of the swim timing map. Like, if we see what we saw in Malibu, if Emma, where, where Emma Jeffcoat was really at it, um, and then she got overtaken by La Hare on that long swim, on the long run, that's the only that's thing true. that might throw her. Yeah, that was that was a really interesting one actually. Uh, Emma did not know that that was happening, so you know they're going to be right on it on this in, in this respect. And for, for Cassandra, like and she can walk away with thirty grand from one race. It's quite funny they're really on it this race because all this money's on it. Yeah, mm. yeah, and then Cassandra obviously misses on out it. on the Everywhere. well. They don't think about it until the last minute, and they're like, "Oh no, no I'm winning, no, right?" So, no. and then so Cassandra, who's not going to get any team money. Uh, obviously, just knows that there's 30k out there for her if she if she has a decent Plus the swim individual run. If she does well, yeah, exactly. And she's and but then she's... if she split Georgia and Taylor, like say she say say uh, Taylor won, then George, then it was Cassandra, then Taylor. Yeah, that's even more points. So it would be interesting. But it will be interesting. Let's talk about the men's. Uh, no one can catch Hayden Wild. I mean, he's on track to pick up what could be well, 185 grand. They can. they can. Basically, he just needs to get across the finish line, almost. Um, he needs to get some any point. <laughs> I yeah, think. essentially at this point, because he because he's just won three or four races and he was on the podium in the other one, so um, he's just had a, an, an imperious series. And what he has done is not make the mistakes that those around him have made, and that that's basically Correct. been the difference um, between Hayden Wild and the rest. And in in some respects, it's the same with George Taylor Brown, but I think that it's a lot closer athletically in the men's. It's just that Hayden Wild hasn't stuffed anything up yet. 
So well, I mean, Matt Hauser has basically. Yeah, and Matt Hauser has, and 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 Vasco's I mean, had an off day. Matt Hauser went quicker than him in the first race. He was a second slower than him in the second race, and then he made two vital mistakes in the third, and he got the quickest run. It, but it was too much, too little, too late. It was Red Rover. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when when Matt Hauser, I mean, say Hayden Wild. First of all, does he just go into this and basically is he protecting, or is he going to go? I'm going to go win this race because I don't think that he cannot go and win, try and win the race. I mean, Annie, I you agree. know what he's like. He's just going to oh, go out there for the win. Annie? He is, I mean, it's so funny because off the race course, he's the sweetest guy, like with so much time for everyone, very chill, very approachable. But there's something about, he's out there to win. There is no way he is going to kneel on to go, I'll just get enough points to take the victory. He wants to go and, you know, stamp his authority all over it. You know, it's, it's hard for the other guys because he's just so damn good. And you know, he has a slight chink in his armour with his swim, which can sometimes, as we saw in Commonwealth Games, be brilliant. And other times can just be a little bit off. But he just has this ability to to ride so hard and so strong. Technically, he's so good. And I think it's almost got to the place, sadly, where not, not in Hauser's case, but he hasn't given himself the chance because he keeps, you know, kind of cocking up. Um, excuse for want of a better phrase, a bit early in the morning. But um, I think that he's unbeatable, totally. Yeah, and he will go mm. for the win. You say, like, oh, he's so nice and approachable and everything, and he is. But to the other competitors, I think there's a few people that kind of got their noses put out of joint but by but Hayden. And, I, and it's because of what he does when he's racing, not because of what yeah. he's like when he's not racing. I think that it's a tough one because, you know, I mean, everyone loves him. And now he's come back. He's so invincible. You know, it, I don't know. What do you think, Tim? But I, I do think that, you know, we're not in that mix. He does keep... Uh, I think he does keep himself to himself off the outside. You know, he's just with his girlfriend, just chilling. Like the boys went for five guys in Toulouse afterwards mm. and a few beers. And I don't think he went. Um, yeah. Not because he wasn't in, it's just not his cup of tea. Mm. But I, I, going back to racing incidents. Yeah, there are racing incidents. But, you know, we saw what happened at Leeds WTS. There's been two occasions where in Super League this year where two athletes have specifically said it was Hayden who was punching me in the swim. So he is getting more of a reputation like that, unfortunately. Um, but that's, that's I guess, until he gets called up on it, he's not going to change because it's working. And, you know, it, yeah. You know, he well, is going to dive down the inside on the bike and go to everyone else. Yeah. You know, if he need, if he's at the back of the swim, he will, he, he wants it so much, he will climb over your back, not sit on your feet. Um, and that's his character and that's what makes him so 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 good but yeah and i think that you know it would be easy to criticize that and i could really appreciate how some of the athletes would would be a bit pissed off with that but how did ali brownlee behave going back 20 years what was he he yeah i mean i mean yeah yeah and he got disqualified in his last ever race yeah i'm not condoning and he got dq'd in his last ever race you know for punching um steve mcqueen I yeah. mean, not Steve. Um, Lightning. Chase. Lightning Chase McQueen. <laughs> Lightning. If, Lightning he, got, if he punched Steve McQueen, there would be a whole other problem. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, you've got to eat 52 eggs, not 51. Yeah. So just, just hear yeah. me out because I don't want people to misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not condoning, you know, bad sportsmanship behaviour. But I do think that, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's what it's what makes him a winner, though. It's yeah. what makes him a winner. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's that he's got a bit of mongrel about him, and he and he yeah. just he unleashes it, and that people don't yeah. like that. They get their nose put out yeah. of joint, but those people are not winning the races. Yeah. So 
you know, but some people can win smooth. Character as, I don't think he's as, as strong a character as Alistair. Alistair did not give a flying monkeys about what anyone thought of him, even his brother. Yeah. You know, he, yeah. he really didn't. Yeah. But I, th- I still think this is going to slowly eat up at Hayden over the next two years, leading up to Paris, when he becomes not alienated, but more and more kind of like that. Because, and we haven't even mentioned Alex Yee, you know, who's someone that can beat him. And, and you know, Vince, um, you know, oh, it's... Um, you know, and you know when Vince gets back, you know, um, you know the uh, and he share, just turned you know, off so many vi- other people. This is a bit of a cough. And he turned, and he turned off a video to cough instead of her audio. <laughs> You've still got some snot, snot hanging out your nose, Annie. You're going to turn off the sound, pal, when you're going to cough, not the vision. Just mute it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. That's really good. How many shows um, have we I done? Do- <laughs> I carry on, Tim. Did- um, go, you go to him. Yeah, oh. no, no, but I mean, he was, I mean, he was fantastic. I mean, his, as it's similar to Georgia, if not better, it, he knew what he had to do to get away from the big swim of Maddie Hauser in that last race, mm. you know, and he knew that it, it's not the swim in the bike in the running. It is the, it is the, le- you know, the last 200 meters of the bike, the positioning, just tactically being aware, Matt's not here. I will push on. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, at the moment, He's the complete package when it comes to Super mm. League triathlon. He is doing a he's doing what Vince used to do back in the day. Can't yeah. believe I'm saying yeah. back in the day with Vince. Yeah, I know. It's just, the day just changes very quickly, doesn't it? It's yeah. every day. It seems like there's a new day every day. So, um, and, and like Funny speaking that. of mongrel, I mean, and that same Malibu race as you're talking about, where Ryan Fisher was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock Hayden Wild out," like uh, after what he did. Um, the same, a similar thing happened between Taylor Reid and Matt Hauser. So. You know, there was a bit of argy-bargy there as they were running up for the swim jersey uh, points. So, and and they, they, they went at it. They did out afterwards. Yes, that's what I mean. They did. Afterwards and and they, they, they went for bike rides in Toulouse together. They had beers and coffee. Well, no yeah. one's, Hayden's not talking to anyone because he's just like, what? I didn't do anything. Well, Matty Hauser goes, look, it's racing. I want to win. You want to win. Let's go at it. But we're not racing now. And I think that's the difference is, is Hayden's not, He's, he's keeping his racing Hayden is the same to the boys off the court. He's not doing kind of like what Kachobe does. He's, he's like relentless when the gun goes, but outside he wants to hug everyone, you know, which is yeah. a great, what great way. Oh, and he's having a sneezing fit now. She's having a sneezing fit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, she'll come back again. Um, I think that was exactly my point. It, you know, like you can see on in, in Instagram, right? They're tagging each other now. Up. They're like best mates, yeah. Hauser and Reed. And whereas, like, Hayden just, yeah, like, at some point, maybe he just goes, oh, maybe I could have, you know, not alienated everyone. But, but you know what? There's there's a whole other podcast on this, on sort of behaviour of champions. And I, and I think that, that when, what? you know, I'm not... Why am I not doing this podcast? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, why am I not doing this podcast? <laughs> I mean, not, not, a, you know, not a podcast, but another, another chat. On another time, and I know we'll be short on time, and we've waffled, you know, quite a long enough. And Tim's got to go on the school run, but um, you know, I, I had a really good chat with um, Wild with Hayden going back a couple of years ago now in Jersey. Actually, was it last year? And he has a reason to go out and fight, you know. And, and I'm not saying the other athletes don't, but I think when an athlete comes from a, a background and upbringing, you know, when they've lost their father, when they want to kind of look after their family. They become quite ruthless, and that's a real driver for some athletes. Yeah, I think. no. Um, you know, if we 
you know, it's a real Brett Sutton thing, isn't it, of taking the athlete into an uncomfortable place and, you know, people that have had to suffer will perform better. It's not always the case, but I think there's something about world and it's not just a total arrogance that I'm going to be, you know, a bit of an asshole just for the sake of it. You know, he has a real deep-rooted desire to succeed, to go back to his his country and be with his family and 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 help his mum well, and stuff. And you know, maybe I'm speaking out of turn. If I am Hayden, do say he's not it, on the I podcast, so that's a big drive. He's not going to be able to say, yeah, it. say what we want. <laughs> well, you hopefully you want to tune in and message me. Well, you know, he's going to take home potentially 185,000 US dollars, which in New Zealand dollars is that's it. You get to be prime minister if you have that much money in New Zealand. Um, so that'll be good. And, and so I saw Hannah DeVette write, well, he's, he can buy dinner. And I'm like, fair enough, honey, you haven't made any money yet. So, um, so I, 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 just, no, I can't I, say that my equals women have nothing. I don't nothing. think so. As, as you finished the race, I'm not sure. Uh, I've had three races and only one Eagles finished in, in three of my four races. So yeah, and far. still you're punching though, mate, because you're coming, you're only one point off the cheaters. There's one point between the two of you in the team's race. One point. Yeah, Between but that's because and, and um, Verone, they didn't have good races, that's why. If they raced like they did in the other races, then um, yeah. anyway. anyway let's, yeah. let's move and on. Johnny will be back after that brilliant yeah. Cagliari. Depends if he keeps his helmet on. Go. Like, he's, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, there's... Yeah. Well, no, hopefully he doesn't. <laughs> There's, the there's, there's plenty more we could talk about. We've run out of time. We could have talked about Kenji Nina's incredible breakthrough performance to hit on the podium. Loved that interview. Loved how much it meant to him. Uh, in the discipline jerseys as well, Jamie Riddle, who he, all he has to do is have one of the top three swims in Neom and he'll win 35 grand. Well, he'll win 15 grand for the thing and then potentially another 20 when the Eagles rocket up to the top of the leaderboard, um, which will be his biggest payday ever. In the bike, it's so tight. Sacha has to give Hayden Wilder on 16 points apiece. So it's basically a match race between them with Vasco Velasco on 14. So any one of those three could win the bike uh, prime, if you like. And then Hayden Wilder's already won the run. He, he's just run the pants off everybody. Um, so, But instead of that, we're going to move on uh, and start talking about the other races, the, 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 lower, the lower profile races that happened in Hawaii uh, last week. Uh, and Tim, we, we're going to tap you here a little bit with this one. Uh, let's start with the females. First of all, you said it was better with two days. Um, obviously, if you're a local, I don't think, or, or you were trying to get accommodation or whatever, you would have hated it. But apart it from that, was it good? Hated it. it was because, well, it, it's quite funny. It wasn't and it was It was the same because the women's race is always that exciting at Kona, but we just don't bloom and see it because more, all the cameras are on the men's race and there's all these age group men that are involved because they start five minutes behind the women. So how they did it is they did the pro women went first, then it was um, the, a pro, um, the age group women, age group women, and they were in waves. So, that, so they, there were some men racing on Thursday, but they went like 30, 30 or 40 minutes behind the women. So they did not affect the race. So we just saw the cleanest race I've seen with age groupers there and it was just amazing i mean yeah it had everything the the the, the, the weather was 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 good there was a swell in the swim the wind wasn't too good that it was it was it's always warm and humid but it wasn't astronomically um and i i just thought you know like it was a rookie's year for, for, for the men and the women and to have chelsea lisa fanella you know, I mean, yeah, Sky, you know, some of these, these women do so well. It was, it was just amazing to watch. 
It was. It was really good. And, you know, the telecast I can, can be faulted for just oh. never showing anyone except for the top two or three people and just banging on about them for eight uh, hours. And they did have this new screen. So in between watching, I went back to the house um, to watch on the YouTube channel and someone said you can watch it on another channel and choose which, which Yeah, I was watching that. Yeah, but I, was I guess the, the comment, commentary was only for the main screen, which was yeah. always on the leaders. And I will be honest, the motorbikes, like they do a helicopter shot. There was a motorbike alongside an athlete and one at 45 degrees in front of the athlete. That's not the athlete's fault. But I think there were so many motorbikes um, that most of the top five benefited from it. Mm. Um, Is there ever a race where they don't say that? Exactly. Basically happens exactly. every single time. Yeah. And every but I think it was, it was just clearer in this race with the helicopter yeah. shot. And yeah. the motorbikes were still in, 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 in the way. It's like, why? You, you, you're using the helicopter shot, the teledirector to tell them to go behind. Yeah, well, it's yeah, well, we know how hard it is from a television broadcast point of view, but it would have been nice to see a little bit more of some of the other athletes who weren't yeah. the Norwegians or Sam Laidlow or Chelsea Todaro or Lucy. Lots Ch- of penalties Ch- as well in the men and the women, which I've never well, seen. Well, is that because they is that because they had separate races and they actually could Hand them out They're like pro- Laura I, Phillip I and know stuff what like that. Are like there were there were probably the same amount of draft drafting officials that there normally are, but they're doing only half the field. Mm. So I agree. And and uh, check this out: on Saturday they ran out of water on the run on the Leahy Drive for the age groupers, and they ran out of Coca Cola because they had to. I think there were like something something like six less aid stations on the run because they couldn't get enough volunteers, and they ran yeah. out of Coca Cola in the energy lab. And the, the aid stations weren't as long either. Normally, they're like like they're double. It's like water, coke, energy drink, bananas, and then they do it again. Well, they only did one. They definitely weren't as long. So yeah, I, I, and as you said, the traffic was a, was a crazy. And you know, the, I think the problem was is is the mayor went out. The mayor of Kona went out, and he got stuck in a traffic jam for two hours. So he threw he threw his like pineapples out the bloody. <laughs> is that what they do out there when they get upset? <laughs> they throw their pineapples out. They did, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, is that not incredibly short-sighted, though? I mean, how much money does... When a billion-dollar company Iron relies on volunteers to deliver its marquee event, it blows my mind. Yeah, well, they don't <laughs> want to spend any money, do they? They're like, well, we can no. get volunteers. And now, like, but then now it's, some volunteers were, like, volunteering for outrageous amounts of hours. Like, they're putting them to work yeah. for, like, 15 hours straight and... I met a few athletes who were racing and their partners were volunteering so they couldn't really watch them race and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. People are going to get sick of volunteering for a company worth a billion dollars. You know, you could probably yeah. hire some but, people. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea Sodaro, like her second ever Ironman. Um, she's the second. Everyone said she was the first mum to win. Uh, Chrissy Wellington. I'm pretty sure. No, no, Natasha Badman. Was Chrissy Wellington? No, was Nat- Chrissy had babies sure. after no, Natasha. No, she hundred percent. No, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I was no training way. with her at the time, but Natasha Badman, she's got young. She had young children, but she's got a daughter that, when she won, was already four. She had a daughter when she was in her early twenties, maybe even a teenager. Natasha Badman did. So she was. Everyone's going. It's the first mum, but it's the second. So Natasha Badman, giving a big shout out to you. But yeah, and a, a mother. But but. I'll, uh, I'll just say one thing. She hadn't had the baby one year. Yeah, eighteen before. months. That's totally different. Someone who has given birth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, how the hell do you? Well, do that's that like Nicola Spearing did that. She came back and raced eleven weeks mm-hmm. after her third. I'm like, it's, it's just superhuman effort. Like, I mean, I've seen what's, what what women go through. It's 
Pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, Lucy Charles Barclay, second, a uh, fourth consecutive second. But what a return from her. Um, all banged up in March. Didn't think she was going to make it. Stress fracture in the hip, et cetera, et cetera, and comes back and, and, and puts that performance on, which was awesome. On the flip side, Daniela Reef led out of T2, did her bike thing, looked supreme, came into T2 just ahead, but just didn't have the run. So a tale of two uh, different races there. Annie is, but LCB is so good. Lucy, oh, yeah. is Lucy ever going to win Kona? She's only twenty seven. Everyone says. Yes. It's, everyone says it's. Everyone says it's. It's. It's going to happen. It's like, is she going to be a Brad Bevan? Oh. Is she just going to get second to Simon Lesson in every race he ever did? <laughs> but she's so young, oh. you know. Like you've. Um, she's so young. She's got plenty more chances. Yeah, you've you, got to look after your body. Body's already breaking down quite massively. Um, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I just hope. I hope I'm. Uh, yeah, but I, I just think it's going to be tough for her to to to, to win. Well, I do as well. And the thing is, you say she's only 27, but how many Ironman races has she yeah. done already? You know, she started in out in such as a an short Ironman space athlete. of time. How much damage? And did yeah. you notice everyone was a lot closer talented, to her in the swim? But... She doesn't have that weapon. Like there was a pack of four that were, came out the water within a minute of her. Well, last time she did Kona, she had like a two and a half minute lead with Lauren Brandon um, than the next mm. pack. So they yeah. are closing. And that is the likes of Lisa Norden, Laura Phillips. Again, Laura Phillips got a penalty and she was fourth. Lisa Norden was fifth and got a penalty. But they would have definitely come off the bike with Daniela. And that changes the dynamics of the race. And I saw um, Laura Phillips after the race, uh, two days after at the Zwift House. And she was fuming about her penalty. Well, she only missed out on four on the podium by eight seconds, and she had a five-minute penalty. So oh. I can, you know, oh. I can see why that would be upsetting. Um, and 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 obviously, no, and, and what no, you mentioned, no, she missed out. She missed out by eight minutes, not eight seconds. Oh, eight sorry. minutes. Sorry, sorry, eight <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah. But it says yeah. a five-minute penalty, and it just changes the five-minute penalty. So riding with minutes. a group and those motorbikes, yeah, okay. as opposed to on your own, is 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 huge. Um, How about this? That same article that I've taken both of those things about Chrissy Wellington being a mum 15 years ago and that eight minutes versus eight seconds came from the same article. I've been stitched up twice same there. Same I won't. Name and shame. Who is no, that? Don't, don't. Come on. Yeah, I, I, we, talked about, we already talked about this person before, oh, okay. the, before the podcast, uh, Tim. And uh, that's all needs to yeah, be said about that. Yeah, definitely eight minutes, nine seconds. Yep, yep. Uh, lots of, I didn't, because I didn't see it because all I saw was the front runners. Because that's yeah, all they showed. Um, lots of discussion. America, everyone in American, they want winners. It's all about. They want winners. Yeah. Lots of discussion about the PTO rankings too. After LCB stayed at three, and then Reese Charles Barkley yeah. said that their PTO rankings suck because she dropped to sixth after that swim, and then they rejigged it up to 112 points, so she ended up staying at third in when fact, she's they never been beaten. It because someone complains. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it was an algorithm can't... mistake." It wasn't. It was they. Yeah, that, that they're reacting to pressure of famous, yeah. well, you know, good people. If someone who was ranked 99th had said, "Oh, I should be moved up to 97th," they wouldn't have even responded to the email. No. Had a PTO role. <laughs> and to be fair, it's a very hard job. This very hard job, and I think they get it really right when you to look at the top 10 overall. Like you can't really argue with what their actual overall rankings are, but the swim, bike, and run rankings probably need work. And they've said that they do. Uh, it's the same with Laidlow laying down a 404 bike record. Do we need, do we need, them? Do we need them? No, probably not. I mean, it's run. nice. With Super League, we have them because there's prize money at stake and it changes the dynamics with the short shoot, etc. But just for the sake of having it, like if I'm in the lead group, I don't care if I lead the lead group or sit. In fact, I'll be a fuming if I do. I just want to sit in the lead group so people yeah. aren't even 
You know, we saw in um, Dallas, all the boys, um, Aaron Royals doing backstroke, Josh Amberg, but they, they didn't want to swim hard. So it's and it's all on time, not position. So I do, I do think it's a yeah. There's probably with that, yeah, yeah. Maybe trying to fit a square peg in a round hole there. But fair, well, with fair play to fair play to the PTO, PTO for bringing it and 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 wearing some of this. But yes, it's it's an ongoing situation. Um, but there's what's not a situation is Gustav Eden's shoes, which are going to be fine. Apparently, they're legal. Despite the fact he was on the high heels, didn't really make a difference in the uh, end. Hold on, well, time out. Time out. Okay, those are my shoes. Those are you got my those, shoes. You got the same ones? No, they are my shoes. I oh, you own those shoes. To him. They were mine, and I got a phone call in Munich from On saying, we haven't got any shoes for Gustav in his size. Can you post us yours? So in Munich, they came to reception <laughs> to pick them up, to physically take them to the head office in Zurich to do some altercations to them. So they were, but they, I'd actually, yeah, they, I'd actually done, I'd, I'd run with you in them, Will. Oh, were and you running. wearing those shoes? You were wearing Gustav's exact <laughs> shoes when we went running? Yeah. Why are you so no, Oh, you killed God me because God. of that. Dancing on my toes. It was dancing in my toes. But yeah, I thought those you were shoes, taller yeah. than I remembered. No, no, but those are not my shoes. Um, they altered them. So the, 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 the shoe that will be on the sale is the one that I've got. And then they add another centimetre of foam. I don't know what else they do. But yeah, the, the stack height is way different. It all sounds dodgy. <laughs> well, Swiss, what kind of... Dodgy. <laughs> that is the, no, that's true, actually. Um, what cannot be argued is the fact that the new generation is here now with uh Laidlow coming in behind Gustav and uh even like a you know like Cameron Worth broke his own bike record from 2018 by three seconds and that was a 409 and it was five minutes back off the bike um uh, and like Joe Skipper had his best ever race in fifth behind beside behind the Australian Max Newman and his 755 was the sixth fastest time ever and he came fifth it's like insane how quick it was um, can anyone match up with these guys now? If you're if you're a young coming back, or if you're a Lionel Sanders who obviously he finished in eight thirty two, oh. you know, are you done? Is it over? Oh, come on! I, that's you cannot compare Lionel to Jan. They oh, I'm not. Guys. I'm just saying that they're, like, just, they're not done. part of this like, group. He's done mentally. Mentally, he's cooked, man. He doesn't know what to do because he he thinks he's still comparing himself with with the best of the best, and he's not even top 10 material at the moment he needs to go focus on top 10 to then become the best again but Jan Jan can definitely be up there I think I, th I was more impressed with Gustav and Christian's I bike I think it's hard with their bike their run and I swim gone, yeah I think. <clears throat> they they um you know th there was a massive pack out of swim of like 18 athletes and there was a split on the bike and only five went with it and two of them were the Norwegians you would have definitely put the likes of you know, Magnus in there again. He got a penalty. Deep left. Um, yeah, the, the, the Florian agent, Tim O'Donnell. Those are Kona biker boys. But no, it was the young guys that that, that went. So it was their biking that set them up for that. A hundred, a hundred percent. It really was. Well, absolutely, it was. Sam Laidlow. How about like just the fact he didn't blow up, set the second fastest time in history and new bike record. And this guy's twenty four. You know, they all twenty four. Yeah. This is, it's an old man's nice. game, Iron Man, no? The, the, the average age hey, of the top 10 was 26. Oh, I'm old. So obviously, like, I, I guess, like, you know, I'm not, you know, and I, I the, the longest I raced was half Iron Man. You know, Tim, Tim's the absolute pro, world record holder, etc. No, no, hold on. Former. Former. Yeah, no, what, yeah. 
warmer. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but you know, th this has to be down to a. No, he's off now. He's had enough. So is is this must be down to technology and equipment? It's not that the human, you know, species has become you know that much better, or people's hearts and lungs or VO two maxes are bigger. This is this has to be so much down to technology. Uh, well, the same technology is available to the guys that are thirty five as it is to the guys That's that are twenty three. I agree. Yeah. That, no, no, no I I'm agree. Annie, about the overall, it, it is. I mean, did you see head head had a new wheel there? Did you see the that deep wheel? dish wheel that Lionel ran? Yeah. It was it was like holy moly, was it deep? <laughs> you know, we've obviously got the carbon shoes. It's not just the the equipment; it's the understanding of the the, the aerodynamics and your your holding your body position as well as mm -hmm. you know the and also fueling. Even when I did. You know, my first Ironman in 2014, I was taking a basic gel. Now you've got like super gels with, you know, absorption rates, which are through the roof. Um, so, yeah, no, it yeah. is definitely technology. That's why we're going quicker. But but on the whole, it is a level playing field. I mean, we see that because any athlete that doesn't have a shoe sponsor is in, is in probably two brand of shoe at the moment, you know. Um, yeah. And people are turning down shoe deals that are, are, are probably free product and bonuses so they can then buy shoes, you know, so it is a level playing field. But yeah, I mean, it, it is getting quicker. I mean, it was, I, I, I think it was highlighted here more than St. George for the men and the women. Um, this, this was a changing of the guard, I think, with the men and with the women, it was showing anything is possible. If you, you yeah. prepare right. You don't need to be a Daniela or you don't need to be an Arna Haag. You know, you, you can be a, sec, a rookie, a second iron man in, in, in ever. And you can be a mother of 18 months um, with a daughter of 18 months old and you can still win. I think that is that is just fantastic. And be an American, the first American since 1802, I think it was, to win the race. So that's that's brilliant. 1802. <laughs> But just going back to Gustav, what was Gustav's winning time? What was Gustav's winning time? 7.40. What was my time? My best time. Oh, boom! Yes. Yes. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have won. I'm not saying I would have won, but, you know, I'm saying I would have won. Yeah. <laughs> Completely I similar race were in you, Brazil. Were you wearing the fast shoe? No, I had no car. Were you wearing the I had no shoes. carbon shoe. So, man, I would have. Oh my! Can you imagine? Yeah. I'd have been like right. Kipchoge. Yeah, how you doing, fella? Nice to meet you. Yeah, lovely, lovely. <laughs> yeah, no, he's had, yeah, completely a similar race between Kona and Brazil <laughs> in every almost his identical course. Oi, uh, shut up! Stop spoiling my glory. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Hey, man. You're still in the top two fastest <laughs> Ironman ever. Hey. <laughs> Yes. Hey, just, wow. just. Norwegians. <laughs> All right. And, and it's, if you couldn't get enough uh, racing uh, in that, that past weekend sandwich between those two Ironman races on Thursday and Saturday was WTCS Cagliari where all the Taylors were in charge again in the women's. Georgia Taylor Brown won and she did it because Taylor Nib just laid down an insanely good bike leg and she went with her and then Georgia did what Georgia does and ran oh, away Oh, no, there was it. a crash. The crash split the group. So, yeah, yeah. You know, Cassandra got stuck and, and they did lose, but the right people were in the right place. So the closer you are to the front, the less chance you have. So someone like Cassandra who ran, um, she ran the quickest run by like 30 seconds, but she, she was behind the crash. So she lost that initial um yeah so but you gotta create your own luck there yeah. 
Well, a little bit. I mean, and for Bogran and Potter, who are the two big runners, I mean, Cassandra ran to eight, so she took third overall uh, from Potter, who finished 10th. Taylor Spivey was there as well, dropped off the back, ended up in fifth. Um, but it, basically it was just GTB saying, I'm, I'm a favourite for the world title, third win of the series, looks the goods for it, Annie. I think what was interesting was um, in looking at Taylor Nibbs' runtime, she was only yes, like fifteen uh, seconds, seconds slower. slower. Yeah, eighteen seconds. The the, the bike, the, the bike was that. probably easy. Now Nib for isn't her. known as a runner. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But gosh, that girl is a talent. Oh my God, take nothing away from GTB. She was in Toulouse, you know, the week before racing, winning, amazing. Came there, and they all talked about the fact that they hadn't done a lot of you know, much at all of Olympic distance racing. But I think Nib, Nib was really impressive. And the other one, which, you know, is a bit of a worry for Cassandra Bogrand, is Emma Lombardi in second place. You know, that girl is a massive talent. She's getting it right. You know, she doesn't have a weak link. You know, she's very strong all round, whereas Cassandra does. You know, it might be her head that's a weak link, but she suffers a bit on the bike as well. So, you know, and I'm a big fan of Cassandra, but I think Emma Labardi is going to be quite a threat to Cassandra Beaugrand in terms of taking over that number one spot, you know, in France. Yeah, they just keep rolling them out, Emma, don't they? Is, is Emma, she was just struggling. Emma was struggling to get starts in WTS and she got one here, but because she got yeah. second, she would have elevated in not just the, there's so many rankings within World Triathlon, she would have been elevated that mm. now she will get starts. And if she turns up, you know, to Bermuda mm. and to um, Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, is Taylor Nib did not swim very well. She lost like tw- nearly 30 seconds. Yeah, she had to swim. She had to bike up 30 seconds. She's up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she biked and, up 30 and, like, seconds within two laps. When Flora's at the front as well, someone like Jess Liamoff, she won't be there this year, but hopefully next year, you know, that lead that, you know, she's got to swim. She's got to, she's got to, you know, and... Yeah, two lap swim, Aussie, uh, uh, Australian exit and entry. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. And Marian, Marian again, top ten, top five. That's fantastic for her. So yeah. she's going to be buzzing with confidence um, going into to um, Neon the grand final. Yeah, no, she had a tough solo run there too. She was stuck for a little bit in the men. How about? And I saw Alex Yee posted yesterday. Um, the pictures from his 2017 Cagliari crash, and then obviously you know how time goes on, and five years later. He did the job, you know, and, and there was a few little moments there in Alex G's. He put he went to the wrong transition for a second, and then he also pulled up with a little hammy issue that he said was hurting him, and he just stopped for a second and then continued, which I don't think I've ever and seen before. Got the quickest run. Yeah, it's, 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 his run was incredible. Like, it, he is incredible, yeah. and he's focused on this in the same way that Hayden isn't, you know, in, in the same way. And he's got he's on three thousand points, and you know, like it's a weird point system. But he's got a race in hand, so he's going to go to Bermuda, and he's going to yeah. he's only had three scoring races. So, I mean, is he in the box seat? Can Hayden take it from him when they go to Abu Dhabi? What's the situation going to be like? Because he looks so good. He's not in the box seat because he hasn't got the points in the bag. You've yeah. got to have the points in the yeah. If he wins, he will be. But you have to win, you know. And he cannot control thing. You know, look, there was a crash in the women's race. If the Norwegians turn up, that who knows what could happen. You know, if the rest of Leo Berger, I don't think he raced. I don't think because he didn't need to. Um, yeah, he did. He, he did. He, he was there. He was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, so I would say like on, on paper, he's in the box seat if he can do what he's done. But I would rather have points in my bag, you know. I just want to have a bag. 
you know. <laughs> just any bag. With some points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like I know, well, let's talk. I'll, I'll leave you to talk oh, about oh. Johnny Brownlee, Annie, because it's your favourite topic. Um, but good to see him back moulding races and having the confidence to do so because he's talked about confidence in the last couple of months after since he's come back from his elbow. Oh, I just I thought it was a fantastic race. I mean, you know, I think he's probably going to have to thank Kenji Nena for that for being brave and going off the front as only you know Kenji knows how to do. And I think that. Um, Johnny took that opportunity and that's sort of Johnny of old of not missing an opportunity. I think it was Faruya you know, who went like, off the front. You know, when yeah, Kinji didn't go off the front. No. It was... Oh jump, gosh, jump. okay. Oh, but that's what was on the World Triathlon website. It's racist. <laughs> so it's Jumpy Faruya. Sorry, sorry. Now, now who's getting stitched up? Okay. Gee, what's happening with it? Oh my God, I'm really stitched up. So we're all out of sorts today. But whatever. He jumped on an opportunity it was great to see. Are you laughing? No, at me? no I'm not laughing, laughing at you. At it's just nice to see. Um, it's just nice to see you okay, falter. Okay. Like I've been taking some enjoyment out of it. Let me do it. I'm just quiet here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John, off you go. But but you know, Johnny Brownlee, what a star! A fantastic race. Just just great for his confidence because I think we actually can't underestimate how much he has. You know, I think every race is is different for him now, and it's it's difficult because he loses confidence. He doesn't have youth on his side. So Wild might have a crap race and say, "I'll be back next week," where Johnny's questioning himself, you know, and saying, "Should is this the last one?" kind of thing, you know, and to come back and so to deliver so well. Is he retiring? Have you just have you just announced Johnny's retirement? No, 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 no. But his <laughs> no, his no, his last one. Don't get flustered. No, He's just trying to make you flustered, of, Annie. You Don't know, get flustered. He is in, I, I'm not going to be flustered, but I feel a bit ganged up on. But welcome, I'm gonna, welcome to my world. <laughs> As in his last one being, um, you know, is this going to be my last podium? You know, because he is getting older. He knows that the, the young guys are coming through. Um, so I think for him to have really, you know, kind of dominated in a way, you know, or, or, or the way he raced, that's the way the Brownies did. They didn't always get the fastest run leg, didn't but they, they were hard on the bike. And that's, yeah, and that's exactly... I will say this as well, going into the final, going into this grand final, it's the Enduro, which is one of Johnny's favourite, and it's not a technical course, it's a triangle, 4k, you know, long, if, if, if Hayden is on the back foot out the swim, this normally he's so good technically through the corners, there's none of that, so if Johnny races how he did in um, Calgary with the likes of Maddie Hauser, King G, um, Taylor Reed, um, some of the Eagles as well, Jamie Riddle, you know, they could put Hayden under pressure right from the gun. And once Hayden's chased, chased and hasn't got back on, if he gets back on in that first run, they could then drop him in the swim again. And then it just, yeah, so I think if Johnny pulled up okay, he could be a, he could affect the results um, without a doubt come the grand yeah. final. And that's what we like to see, isn't it? Brownlee's affecting results. That's what we've been used to seeing. Uh, and that's what we like to see from Johnny. Yeah. Obviously, Alistair is just trying to get back. He's just trying to get back and race again. <laughs> yes. um, I think, well, look, we've cracked past the hour. So I reckon it's time to wrap it up. And we've covered a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, to learn more about Neom, if you want to learn more about Neom, October 29th, it's going to be a big race Saturday afternoon in Saudi Arabia. Uh, all the details are on superleaguetriathlon.com. And I'll see both of you guys there. In neon. Yes, you will. Yes. I'll be there. Thank goodness. I'm back. Mr. Lose, I'm back. I cannot wait. 
we missed you. Looking forward yeah. to it. I'm I'm chaperoning the Australian athletes, so that they're they they're under the impression that I can protect them whilst we travel through the wilds <laughs> of Saudi Arabia, and I certainly am not. I will push Emma Jeffcoat in front of a wolf if one comes towards us. <laughs> I would too. I would camels in the desert. I'll push her in front of a camel, man. I don't care. It doesn't matter. From like, the I'll infrared, be out. I, from the infrared I, sauna battle to in front of a camel. I love it. <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, right. Yes, I think it's a good place to end it. Thank you very much, Jim Don. Thank you very much, Annie Emerson. As we said, all the details, superleaguetriathlon.com. We hope you've enjoyed the Pleasure. short show. We'll be back with another one at some point in the very, very near future.